Welcome to the Investor Coaching Show, a podcast to help you get an insider's view of the financial world and escape common investment traps. We look at the financial news of the day and help you make sense of it so you can relax about money. And here's your host, Paul Winkler. Okay. This is the Investor Coaching Show, and we're actually here because Evan and I are troopers. You know what? We have wives that sacrifice for us. That's sure. right. We got our wives are troopers, our kids are. Tro- <laughs> we're just dedicated. I mean, you know, and it's just fun. It's just fun hanging out with you all around Christmas time and actually being here live talking about this. And I hope you all have a very, very Merry Christmas. And, uh, Leviticus keeping the Christmas music rolling in the studio there. See, he's there too live. And Nick's here and everybody. We're having a big time. Hey, did you see, Evan? Maybe. Interest rates. Okay, so interest rates are back around what they were at the beginning of the year. Okay. For the U.S. markets. Uh Uh-huh. They came up and they came back down. It's kind of, you know, trying to predict interest rates. I, I talk about that one study of economists, and they were polled asking them what they thought interest rates were going to do over, over the coming year. Yeah. And as I often point out, you got a 50-50 shot. They're going to go up. They're going to go down. 50-50 shot. 60, 70% of the time they got it wrong. Uh, it just shows you, it shows you how tough this is to predict. But this one kind of, I hadn't seen this number in quite a while, but the German mm-hmm. boomed. Uh, which uh-huh. is kind of like, you know, we have government bonds here. Right. They call it the Bund, the B-U-N-D. And their interest rates are about 2%. And uh, UK, their their interest rates are about 3.5%. Now, it wasn't that long ago, for those of you that uh, that followed this show, I talked about how interesting it was that their interest rates were negative. Yeah. When you lend money to the government, you had to pay the government to take your money. And you go, why on earth would anybody do that? Well, it's something called safety right. and being able to make transactions, you know, being able to move money from one place to another. You're not going to exactly pull it out of your mattress to go and, and send it someplace else. You've got, yeah. you've got to have it held someplace. And they were charging money to hold your money Right, is really what it was. But now we got the interest rates are, are back up there pretty yeah. significantly. And what that is, just so you know, it's a sign of some economic health starting to come back is really what that is a sign of. Right. When you start to see those interest rates come up to some extent. And I, I was trying to remember, just when you were going through that, I was trying to remember, it's probably 08, 09. Um, mm-hmm. But I remember talking about, you know, we're paying, you know, over par for T-bills. You know, you were paying yeah, the government, yeah. you know. I had forgotten about that. Yeah, know, we, like, yeah, hey, we, had we were that doing too. that here. That's true. We did that too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, so um, thinking about that, uh, and we were talking about individual stocks mm-hmm. earlier and young, young people looking at this. And, you know, we talk about there's, it would only help you if you have information that nobody else knew and you still had to be right on your prediction in order to get some value out of that deal, you know, looking at individual stocks. Right. And there was an article in Fortune on Amazon that caught my eye mm-hmm. because I thought it was instructive on just the level of detail that all of the analysts, all of the fund managers, you know, quote unquote experts that are looking at all this stuff is why the market is efficient. But, you know, they don't just look at the parking lot. And so the title of this article was The Dark Side of Amazon Returns. Mm-hmm. Boxes getting sent back has metastasized to an $816 billion yearly problem. 
Return. So returns wow. returns are costing Amazon almost a trillion dollars a year. Well, I shouldn't say that. Eight hundred sixteen wow. billion in lost revenue of the stuff being sent back, uh-huh. and then the cost to process it. And uh, you know, it says e-commerce may make shopping more convenient, but it has a dark side that most customers never see. Yeah. Say you order an electric toothbrush for Father's Day and two shirts for yourself from Amazon. You unpack your order and discover that the toothbrush won't charge and only one shirt fits. Mm-hmm. So you decide to return the unwanted shirt. But they start to talk about the cost of returns, the environmental cost of transporting that back to the center, new transportation and packaging, how many metric tons of you know carbon dioxide emissions just handling returns, mm. supply chain management. And, you know, the cost to restock, the cost to resell. If that product could be fixed, what percentage of these products are getting fixed? And, you know, I won't go through the entire litany of things, but, you know, you don't just sit there driving through traffic thinking, wow, I wonder what the packaging expense of returns is going to do for Amazon's profitability. I mean, you just, there is so much that all of these people... I was just worried about no, getting I'm, I'm, cut I'm, off of returning I'm, stuff too much. No, I'm not. I'm actually not joking. I actually had to return something recently, and it was because it, you know, the size <laughs> of that thing for it was a light, and the size of it was not going to fit in the place that it was supposed to be. Wow! And it wasn't their fault. Uh-huh. And all I could think is, you know, the reality of it is, I shouldn't be able to return this for free. Right. Well, that's that's coming. Is okay. They may start not having free returns very long. Yeah, or I, at least I hate some to be, exemption. I hate to be a weed, but you know the the reality is, I think that we ought to, for the convenience that there, that we ought to have some incentive to make doggone sure that what we order is the right thing. Yes. You know, maybe if it's def- defective, that's a whole a whole other deal. Right. But you know, I think that there there's a good reason for that. Yeah. I think. But every company out there, people are looking at all of that stuff and, okay, is Cracker Barrel going to do better than Bucky's? You know, just all of that is constantly being analyzed and stocks trade and it's efficient. Uh-huh. Everyone is going to get a fair price when they buy or sell the stock because everyone has the same information. And I think that there's a really funny point that, Nick, this needs audio. Uh, so if you got the audio ready for this, I think this is something. This actually really fits well with something that I saw on TV this week. They were reporting on a company. Now I want to set this up because the company, you know, when we think about market efficiency, things mm-hmm. being properly priced, you can have all kinds of really positive, you know, wonderful, lovely news stories on things and think, you know, well, you know, that stock ought to be. Really, really great because the news is positive. And yet the market digs down so much deeper than we do, uh-huh. than we would think that it really does quite often as to what's really going on in the company. So this is a, this is a really good case in point of that. Let's see. Come on, play for me. Oh, brother. Well, forget it. You know what? Short... Short apple, apple stock. Short apple stock. Quick. <laughs> Short it quick. Because it's not it's not one to play. Now that is the weirdest thing. It was just playing it. There we go. News alert for you. Structure Therapeutics releasing results from its early phase study on its obesity ju- drug GSBR 1290. 
You know that one. The experimental drug showed positive results in weight loss and lowering blood sugar in patients with diabetes. and Okay, so, so what have you heard so far? They've got positive results. Let me replay it. Experimental drug showed positive results in weight loss and lowering blood sugar in patients with diabetes and obesity. So that sounds pretty good, doesn't I mean, weight loss. And it's got a sexy sugar, name, GSVR1809. Yeah, I mean, man, this, who doesn't want that? This is really good stuff. The once daily drug was generally well tolerated with no treatment related serious adverse events over 12. All good news, right? It is still in the early stages of development, and that trial no negatives, no bad side effects. Small with just ninety-two participants. There, there you go. Ninety-two participants. Right, 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 <laughs> right. So Joe, being the guy he is on CNBC, uh-huh. he's like, "Eh, hey, wait a minute. Why is this? <laughs> what? what, what should, no, just listen to what he says. <laughs> it's down twenty-one dollars, and we just." reported it as yeah. if there was just positive news that we had. It's down $21. In other words, it's down almost 35%. <laughs> and you hear all this positive news, and the stock's down like 35%. That tells you what investors trust the news about, right? Yeah, exactly. Case in point. Paul Winkler, Investor Coaching Show. Evan Barner will be back right after this. Hey, guys, if you want specific advice for your unique situation, schedule a free 15-minute phone chat with one of our trusted advisors by going to paulwinkler.com forward slash call. We don't sell any products, and our advisors don't make any commissions, so this isn't a sales call. We have a coaching process that helps you understand investing and relax about money. Don't put blind trust in anyone with your financial assets. We want to partner with you in the process so you know what you're doing and why. We manage assets on a fee-only basis, which means that when you do well, we do well, which aligns our interests with yours from the start. We also bring you into the financial planning process that gives you a clear plan so you can find the freedom to pursue your purpose. All our advisors are degreed planners, too, with years of experience. So schedule a free 15-minute phone call with an advisor by going to paulwinkler.com forward slash call. All right, we're back here on the Investor Coaching Show. Paul Winkler, talking world of money and investing. Boy, Evan, I was I was going through some stuff today, and and uh, you know, just you know, we have to do CE, continue education. We we get to, we get to. Yes, yeah, because we're SEC registered, and we go through, but we go, we have to do CE for all our financial yeah. planning designations too. <laughs> My, our CE requirements are probably longer than most people's industry requirements to start at this point. It is. It's ins- it's insane. But it, it, I I think it's it's good. I think it's yeah. it's really. Oh, yeah. I'm, I look at it and go, wow. You know, <laughs> I want my doctor to, doctor to take CE. You know, what's the new? Yeah. What's new to going on? But you know, we we have CE for the Securities Exchange Commission. We got CE for Chartered Financial Consultant, Certified Financial Planner, uh, Enrolled Agent. Uh, you know, we all have our different designations that we get into. And but you know, I was really. Um, Getting into some of the, you know, the IRA uh, beneficiary designation. I thought yeah, it'd be a good yeah. little topic to talk about on the show real quick here. It's a good Christmas topic. It is because it's giving. There you go. See, look there at that. Go. I got, I got look it. At that. I got this. I got this. Uh, but yeah, you know, so who's your beneficiary designation? You know, you look at things like IRAs, life insurance policies, those types of things. Or if you have jo- joint ownership of property. That is passing by law. Mm-hmm. It is not going through your will. Doesn't matter what, who your will says that your stuff is going to go to. 
your stuff is going to go to your whoever your beneficiary is on these on these uh, contracts. But you'll have different classes of beneficiaries, like a spousal beneficiary. Mm-hmm. And the spousal beneficiary, you can go and take that uh, that asset if you're a spouse and take it over as your own mm-hmm. asset. There are times when you don't want to do that, though. Yes. However, you know, so you might have a situation where you're a spouse of somebody that is has passed away. And maybe the required distributions are going to be higher if you take that on as your own asset rather than leaving it in that for that person. There could be that. You could have a situation where you have uh, – thinking of, let's say – Well, one of the common situations I run into where it can make a lot of sense yeah. is if the spout, the inheriting spouse is significantly younger than the person that just died. Yeah, because that's now a, they're that, out from under the 10% penalty. Yeah, then you have the penalty. Yeah, that, that'd yeah. be a really good example because if you take it over as an inheriting spouse and you're under age 59 and a half, you take that person's money. And if they they were over 59 and a half and you take it on as your asset in your IRA, you can have a situation, well, that will be that you have a 10% penalty unless some other mitigating circumstances applies. Right that you have to pay a 10% penalty in addition to taxes. And that's one of the good examples. Uh, you, you know, you might have the, the rules have changed regarding, you know, the payouts pre-year mm-hmm. 2020. Yeah. Uh, you have you're able to stretch it out over your life expectancy. Yes. And now and you might have that 10-year rule, unless you're a spouse, you might have that 10-year rule that you've got to pull it out on if you're an entity, right. like a, a charitable organization or something like that. you got a five-year rule. Uh, you know, so that's a different group of group of rules right there. A lot of times charity is going to cash it out right away. Right. <laughs> but they, they can do that. Or, or if a person is under required minimum distributions, they can stretch it out over that person's life expectancy, the one that passed away that they inherited it from. And, you know, so you look at these different rules and you recognize that there are a lot of moving parts to this. Uh, not the least of which might be you might have kids that are not necessarily up to the task of managing money. And you look at possibly setting up a trust, mm-hmm. which is, a, you know, you can have a conduit trust and a conduit trust are kind of not seen as much anymore, but you can have what's called an accumulation trust. And you have to look at the tax consequences of what's called an accumulation trust and decide, hey, is it more important for me to be able to control these proceeds from my IRA or have the lowest tax rate, potential tax rate, on this money. Uh, but you know those rules, uh, like you know, for example, having to take this money and put it into accumulation trust. Then all of a sudden, you take the RMDs and you can actually split it. You know where you actually have some mm-hmm. of the RMD go to the beneficiary of choice, and have it paid out, and you can have it paid out at a slower rate and then have some of it go into the accumulation trust. So I just want you to recognize that this can get very, very complicated. But for those of you that have IRAs that really want to think through how you have your beneficiary designations, smart idea to think about this stuff because the rules are complex, but you can make them into uh, and use them for your own advantage. Hey, this is Paul Winkler. Hope you enjoyed today's edition of the Investor Coaching Show. You want to learn more about what we do, go to our website, paulwinkler.com. You can watch some of the videos there, and if you're not already a client, you can set up a free initial consultation. Until next time, I'm Paul Winkler, reminding you that I believe that more educated investors are more confident investors. 
and confident investors are more successful investors. Have a great one. Advisory services offered through Paul Winkler, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. The opinions voiced and information provided in this material are for general informational purposes only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine what investments are appropriate for you, please consult with a financial advisor. Paul Winkler, Inc. does not provide tax or legal advice. Please consult your tax or legal advisor regarding your particular situation.